Stillwater, Oklahoma, and that is where the hottest, arguably, basketball team is in the Big 12 Conference, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Your independent Big 12 digital media outlet, and we welcome on Kyle Boone from Pistols Firing Blog. And before we dive into it with Kyle, please take a moment out, leave us that rating and review, and hit that subscribe button on the podcast because it helps us continue to build this show. And it's because of you. Those ratings and reviews and those subscribes help us in a big way. So do it. We'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Kyle, uh, great to have you on. And who is feeling better right now than Oklahoma State Cowboys basketball fans sweeping Bedlam? What have you seen when you talk about the growth of this team in particular, Kyle? Where do we point to with this? Yeah, it's been really impressive what this Oklahoma State team has been able to accomplish. Now, uh, it, it helps having the future number one pick, Kate Cunningham, running the show. But over the last few weeks, really, this has really developed into a more complete team. We're seeing uh, Caleb Boone down low really kind of emerge as, as a go-to guy in the post. Um, they, they're getting a lot of scoring contributions from non-Kate Cunningham players like Avery Anderson, uh, freshman Rondell Walker, senior Bryce Williams. And so it's it's been really impressive. You know, all season, Mike Boynton has has really had a pretty good defensive team, one of the best in the Big 12. Uh, it's It's been really the offense and where that is going to come from. And for the most part this season, it has been, you know, the answer has always been Kate Cunningham. And so we're starting to see um, kind of a little bit more diversified offensive approach. And OSU right now is, is as a result, humming and, and really rolling. They've won five, five straight and look like a team that is potentially going to be a dangerous out in the NCAA tournament. So when you look at where this program is right now, Kyle, and, and the fan enthusiasm for it, I mean, it's been a while. As much as the basketball history is is pretty rich there in Stillwater, you think about the Brad Underwood year, and, and outside of that, it's kind of been a struggle to get this thing going again. Is the fan base, does it feel like this fan base is is really bought into this team and, and this program and Mike Boynton now? Oh, 100%. I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, Brad, when Brad Underwood left Oklahoma State in 2017, he, he spent one season in Stillwater, and OSU fans were torn. You know, they really wanted to keep Brad Underwood because that season they had the number one offense in the country behind Jawan Evans, and uh, they hired Mike Boynton somewhat under the radar, a guy that was on the coaching staff but wasn't very well known. And to this point, you know, he really hasn't been able to completely uh, buy in and, and get his teams into the NCAA tournament. They've missed it for three consecutive seasons. This season feels a little bit like the culmination of, of years of hard work. And Boynton's had some trying circumstances that he's had to overcome, including you know the, the abrupt departure of, of Underwood and taking the job under trying circumstances. Um, but you know this this feels like it has been kind of a long time coming. Um, we all knew that Boynton was going to be able to recruit because typically he's always been able to recruit, and he's done a really good job with that. Um, but we're we're kind of seeing now that the development is starting to come as well, and and he's really kind of grown into a mature head coach in the Big Twelve, and and uh, in in this league, I think that is super important. It feels like OSU fans are really bought in 
to him long term. And I think the optimism around the program kind of speaks wonders uh, about what he's been able to do as OSU's head coach. There's there's still a lot of optimism, uh, not just within you know OSU fan base, but also within OSU's administration that that this is the guy that can can take them to the next level. Yeah, it's it's a very exciting time right now for Cowboys basketball. What about the Big 12 mm-hmm. basketball scene in general? Kyle Boone, Pistols Firing Blog, is here. Um, w- when you look at the Big 12 in general, I mean, it is so stacked. Seven teams in the top 40 efficiency per the Ken Palm rankings. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about, obviously, the Power 5 rankings in football and who's got the best conference and whatnot. Basketball, is it the Big 12 and then there's a gap? Or, like, when you watch college basketball right now, Kyle, what do you see in terms of the Big 12 versus everybody else? I think it's probably the Big 10 at the top, um, just because you've got, in the Big 10, you've got Michigan, who's almost certainly going to be a number one seed, Illinois, who's almost certainly going to be a number one seed, or at least in position to do that right now. Um, And then Ohio State, who a week ago was a projected one seed. The strength of the Big 10 I think kind of speaks for itself, but the top of the Big 12 has so many teams that I would consider in that second tier um, that, you know, that can really make a run for it. And then obviously Baylor is, is, is the team that I think has the most realistic shot of winning it all. Uh, West Virginia, you know, is, is really surging right now. Kansas has seemingly figured out its defense and is really coming on of late. And then OU and OSU too, you know, I think are, are really kind of hitting their stride at the right time and when you have that many teams in in one conference in the big 12 that i think can make a real deep run in the NCAA tournament i think that kind of speaks for the strength of the big of the big 12 and then obviously the fact that you've got baylor a team that you know b- before saturday was one of the only undefeated teams in the sport uh you've got real representation in the league and the fact that there is so much strength at the top I think speaks well and and does wonders for the conference's reputation on the whole. Well, Kyle, it's March, so we obviously have a lot of hoops, but also spring football is getting underway across the Big 12 the next few weeks. Uh, On the football side, big news this week for the Pokes. They get the number one recruit in Oklahoma, Kendall Daniels, flips from Texas A&M. He's coming to Stillwater. This is what I saw you guys report. Second time ever Oklahoma State's landed the number one recruit in their own state. Uh, their highest defensive-ranked recruit since 2007. How did yep. Mike Gundy pull this off? Well, they, they stuck with him. This is a guy who they have been on for literally years, a kid from within the state. He's from Beggs, Oklahoma. Um, it was around this time last year that Kendall Daniels, the four-star recruit who we're talking about, actually dropped OSU from consideration. He released the top four schools and decided, you know what, Oklahoma State's not for me. I'm looking a different direction. Um, but still, OSU did a good job of staying in touch with him, uh, even throughout the fact that you know he, he completely eliminated from consideration. Uh, ended up committing to Texas A&M, signing with Texas A&M, and then last week decided I'm going to get out of my national letter of intent. He did that. Oklahoma State made a quick push, knowing that you know they've been in touch with him, and I think that kind of paid off. You know, there, there's, there is a backstory here. OSU also recruited one of his teammates, four-star recruit C.J. Brown. He's going to play running back at Oklahoma State. He's going to be a freshman, uh, not this season, but the following season. And I think that helped OSU's chances, too. So the, the fact that OSU was in position to land this kid uh, is, is a good news for Oklahoma State. And one of only two top-rated recruits within the state to commit to Oklahoma State 
um, under Mike Gundy. The other one being Tremonda Moore, who, as we all know, did not end up making it to Oklahoma State. So uh, if Kendall Daniels actually does make it to Oklahoma State, he will be the first to have arrived. So it, it's, uh, it's good news for Oklahoma State and good news for the OSU defense, obviously, coming off one of the best seasons under Mike Gundy. Yeah, what, what do you think? I mean, the defense have been outstanding, obviously um, coming short of overall expectations this past year and what was a tumultuous year for the Cowboys on and off the field before the season, everything else that took place the last several months. What What do you think? Where is, Kyle, where do you think Mike Gundy is? I mean, people always wonder, is he a guy that wants to do this till he's 75 years old like a Bobby Bowden? I mean, Bob Stoops decided it wasn't for him. What do you think, just covering this program like you do, knowing how the program works, where is Mike Gundy? Was he rejuvenated? Is he rejuvenated? Or is it still kind of a, a year-by-year or a five-year plan for him? Yeah, I, you know what? Last year, I think, was pretty eye-opening for him, I would have to say. Um, there there was a lot of stuff that either he wasn't aware of that he was doing, and, and he got some really brutally honest feedback. And I don't know that he's had guys who have been able to speak bluntly to him in recent years. And the the amount of success that he's had, I think, kind of almost put him in a shell. Um, I still think that he's probably on a five-year plan. He, I don't, you know, he's not the type of guy who I think is going to coach into his uh, 60s and 70s and grow old at Oklahoma State. I, I don't think that's going to end up being his kind of career trajectory. It's it's very possible one day we just look up and, you know, he releases a video on Twitter and he's on his tractor in Stillwater and just says, hey, you know what, this is my last year, I'm rolling out, uh, it's been <laughs> fun, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he wants to go out on top. The fact that he hasn't won a Big 12 title since 2011, maybe he's trying to hold out for one more. Um, but it's a, it's a really interesting scenario because I think clearly just the fact that he's had so much success, that he has so many ties to Oklahoma State, he can probably stay just as long as he wants to. Yeah, no doubt about it. Kyle Boone, Pistols Firing Blog is here. Uh, speaking of that at chase for a, a Big 12 title, Spencer Sanders, a quarterback. You know, we saw a little bit of Shane Illingworth last year. I, I don't want to say there's a quarterback battle, but I, it, there were talks about how Illingworth may fit the system better. W- what do you think the Oklahoma State quarterback situation is going into uh, spring camp here uh, this spring? Yeah, it, it, I don't think it's going to be open competition. Um, you know, Gundy over the years has typically kind of deferred to guys who are previous starters and sometimes to his detriment. But uh, Sanders, I think, showed some flashes even over the last two years that says, okay, this this guy could be a star. Now, he's he's been turnover prone. He makes some silly decisions. Um, but, you know, the way he can move the ball with, with his legs and throwing down the field, I think there's still hope that, you know, if this guy completely figures it out, he can take this offense to a, a new level. But I do think that, like you mentioned, what we saw from freshman Shane Illingworth last season, I think people want to see more from him. You know, he's six foot seven. He's got a big, strong arm, can really move in the pocket and can throw down the field, I think, I think pretty well. He was thrown into the fire because Spencer Sanders got hurt. And I would imagine he'll get more reps this spring. I don't think it's a true competition, but – um, he'll have a chance to really showcase himself. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit more of him next season. Mm-hmm. Last thing, Kyle, uh, just big picture here, going to spring camp uh, for the Cowboys this month. What are you looking for? What's either a position group or a player or, or somebody around the coaching staff that, that you keep an eye on here as we get ready for the 2021 season? 
I think it's it's probably got to be the running back position. Mm-hmm. Who's who's going to come in and replace Chuba Hubbard? Because yeah. that's that's a pretty tough job to do. Uh, Hubbard obviously didn't finish the season. Um, kind of essentially was injured at the end of the year, and so we saw a little bit in spurts of who was going to step up. But Desmond Jackson um, is coming back. He's a redshirt senior who I think is probably going to slot in. Had some really nice performances. Uh, Dominic Richardson, another guy from within the state who at one time was committed to TCU, um, played played some really quality snaps down the stretch as a true freshman. And then also at wide receiver, they're losing Tylen Wallace, a guy who was a Blitnikoff contender for several years um, on the outside. And Spencer Sanders really relied on him pretty heavily over the last two years. Now it's going to be interesting to see who emerges um, at that at that receiver position. Now in the in the Cheez It Bowl. Uh, Brennan Presley made a, kind of a, yeah. a name for himself, really stepped up as a, as a true freshman. He, he didn't have hardly any impact all season, um, but really emerged as that go-to target for Spencer Sanders. So uh, the skill positions at OSU, I don't think there's any real concern that they have enough dudes, but it's a matter of who steps up and, and becomes those dudes to kind of replace some of the stars that are outgoing and headed to the NFL. He's Kyle Boone, Pistols Firing Blog, covering the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Kyle, great to have you on, man. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, Pete. It was good talking with you. Good stuff there with uh, Kyle Boone. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is our Big 12 site. Leave a rating and a review and subscribe to this podcast. When you do that, send me a screenshot of your rating and review. I've got a free Heartland College Sports koozie with your name on it. You know what? It's getting warm. You want that koozie to keep the beer cold, okay? So uh, do it. It helps us tremendously more than you realize. That's why we've got a little gift for you on the back end. Send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get a koozie in the mail for you guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.